Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company. We are pets. Health is our business, and we're friends. Like my dear friend, my dear dear friend, Neely Piazza, who was blowing up the chat last night because you don't let friends feed kibble. How are you? I'm good. You are good, man. Uh, so we had uh, the first part of the Itchy Pet webinar last night. You know a lot about Itchy Pets as well, but. Um, I dare say I love having you in in the webinars because all of those questions come up, right? It's just like bam, 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 and you're just like answering them, you know? Yeah, just firing right back. People are like, "What about potatoes? No. What about what about sweet potatoes? No. No. Uh, what about toppers? No. I wish no. You, you know. It's just like it's so crazy." <laughs> People just, they like, I, but I, but I want to put this in there. I want to put. <laughs> oh, leave it out. You don't need all that crap. If it doesn't come from a whole fruit item, don't use it. Right. And, you know, even, even some bad information is going on out there. You and I heard this new vet, which I'm sad to say that Dr. Cowan hired. And, and she made a statement that really makes me question her validity and what the hell she knows. Because she made this statement that a cat shouldn't eat beef because they can't take them down. I'm like, well, yeah, if it was a mountain lion, it can. Does she not recognize that a mountain lion and a cat are the same? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was a, a little. Disappointing. Uh, yeah. You, a bit. you and, and Jason. I can have I... such high hopes, you know. <laughs> I'm well, like, and I don't know if everybody listening knows, but he interviewed me for that position too. So, well, he screwed the pooch <laughs> for not. But hiring they wanted him. a they they wanted a, a, a an actual quote unquote vet. All so, right. Well, all right. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get. I'm just <laughs> like we were all like to us when like when you heard it and JC heard it, it was like. That is such a rudimentary vet or a beginner or a, like, it's not an entrenched holistic. It was weird. Well, and I'm she sad. also said that she had, didn't even really come around to um, the natural path until COVID hit, which has been what, four years. So how holistic and natural could she possibly be? <laughs> As, and she's, she's, like teaching at the veterinary schools. Oh my god! I'm like, um, yeah, okay. We've been doing this for what? I've been doing years, <laughs> twenty some odd years, and Doctor Jasek's thirty some odd years. So, okay. yeah, that was boo, boo. Yeah, I can't throw the baby out with the bathwater because I really like a lot of what Cowan says, but I'm oh, like, yeah, I love what? him. I. I just, I, yeah, I think if he was more an animal guy and knew more about animals, he'd have made a better choice, but that's okay. I mean, no, not, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, we, uh, 
we're we're a crew, aren't we? <laughs> we're not very nice. Well, like somebody said, like I think it was you. Um, we we do have our opinions, <laughs> and we're not shy about sharing them. <laughs> oh Lord, Casey, forgive us. She's so sweet out in San Francisco, raw. But Casey, you're too nice. You can't hang with us. Guys, <laughs> what? I said Casey's too nice. She can't hang with us. We won't allow it. <laughs> she listens. She listens to our podcast. She does great work out there for sure. But you know, uh, everybody's got these different personalities, and and I think last night, man. That was a that was an on fire group, and I don't think that group that was there last night at the Itchy uh, Dog Pet webinar needed to be patted on the head and say it's okay. I think those people were very serious about helping their pets, whatever that might be. Yeah, it's just we got to get um, we got to get them the right information. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, as opposed to you know, what they have heard from their respective vets and all that. Yeah. Well, I I still would have liked, I wish that I had a document last night that would have said, what, what of these things are you adding in? Right? Because, yeah. because... I got to kind of think that there's some things that are going on and, um, and I get it when your pet is itching and they're tearing themselves up, you're just like, I'm throwing everything in there, but yeah, then, you, can't, you can't throw the kitchen sink at them. Right. Right. Um, but gosh, the question really is why the hell do we have an epidemic of itchy pets? Come on. Vaccines, antibiotics, pharmaceuticals, mostly vaccines. You know what, though? I have to tell you this. I mean, you know, folks will say this to me. I don't vaccinate. And then the next thing is, well, when I went in and got my dog spayed, and I'm like, wait a minute. Are you telling me that you actually got to take your dog in and have him spayed without a vaccination? And they're like, well, what I meant was that the first vaccination that they got was still valid when I went in to do the spay. Okay. All right. Now we're getting to the truth of the matter. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's hard to, it's hard to come, come by a dog that hasn't already had, had a vaccine. I mean, if you adopt one, the rescues shoot them up the wazoo with everything known to man. And breeders almost, unless you find a naturally rearing breeder, all the breeders will give them that anywhere from a four way to a three thousand way. Well, and then <laughs> they, least, lie. Least, they lie. They lie like they lied to twice. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm extra for a dog that did not have it vaccinated, and then I drive all the way to Alabama and find out. Oh, I'm sorry. I vaccinated her. <laughs> I didn't have to pay that much money for that dog. I didn't have to drive for two days. I I didn't and that yeah. Mm. That mm -hmm. still gets me. I wish I would have had a pie, a coconut cream pie, in my hand, and just went smack. I am so sorry. Did that pie go in your face? <laughs> oh, man. what's happening to me? 
What's happening to my sweet soul? It's being it's being eroded. <laughs> so all these crazy people out here. Oh my goodness. You know, I know they don't mean to be crazy, but mm. sometimes the things that are said, I have no words for. Like, you know, a sweet pet parent said to me yesterday, my dog just had the worst reaction from the rabbit and tripe. What that just just this terrible reaction? I said, Well, what was it? But she just stood there. I excuse, excuse me? What no? <laughs> she 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 acted paralyzed. I said Maybe she was savoring <laughs> the goodness of the rabbit and tripe. I was like, had never had anything that good before. I was like, Oh, don't give me coughing. I was just like I'm, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm just having a moment. And, um, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at people. I'm not laughing at people, but I'm just saying that if you could just hear what we hear and sometimes, sometimes it does make my day. It makes me really just belly laugh. And other times I'm like, what the raw? <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i'm okay but you know well yeah and it's like when i always say no starch and people are like well what about potatoes well what about oatmeal well <laughs> what about you know name some other starch Pumpkin. Or something? and i'm like yeah i'm like Dude, do you know what starch is? When about... <laughs> what about phones? What about... I'm like, dude, no, no. Hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Her smell still. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my. I'm surprised that somebody didn't ask about Dr. Marty's last night. I was like, if somebody says, what about Dr. Marty's? I'm going to have to. Well, most of the people there were, were already our peeps. So they should have already figured that one out. <laughs> Why were they asking about starch then? I don't know. Maybe we need to do a starch webinar. Maybe people don't understand what starch is. <laughs> uh... We're going to do, we're going to do. The bone webinar, the poop webinar, the starch webinar, the, you know, lethargy webinar. Oh, my goodness. People will say that, well, this just caused my dog to have lethargy. I'm like, wow. You mean the real food? R real food with real vitamins and minerals cause your dog to be lethargic? That's weird. And then you're, then, then that's where you go, do you know what lethargic means? <laughs> do you have a dictionary? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I wish, I wish about 10 years ago we started writing this stuff down. It would have been hilarious. Oh, no. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> okay. So I, here's another one for you. So this pet parent has, has a pet who, who oh. has cancer or, yeah, it's uh, some type of cancer and the dog is really failing fast. And, they're feeding a combination of small batch, primal, uh, and some other pure raw. But then they come over to my website and they're looking at phytoplankton 
and they're very upset because phytoplankton has carbs in it and they can't have any carbs because their dog has cancer. And I said, that's not the same thing. Hang on a second here. Uh, And I also said, have you taken a look at primal and uh, small Small batch? batch? Yeah. I said, I'm pretty much thinking that the phytoplankton is not something that is in your spectrum of worry. Mm -mm. But, but this is, this is what happens because a vet says to them, you know, no carbs, but I, I, I don't know. Again, people get hung up on these on these little strange it, things. Yeah, but uh, my goodness, the whole carb thing is such a people say carbs and and they may mean um vegetables, they may mean grains, they may mean Doritos. It, I think they mean yeah, I think they mean anything but meat. And it's like, well, the carbs that supposedly you don't want to give a cancer dog are sugar carbs, not vegetable carbs. And even so, phytoplankton is not a vegetable. It's a critter. (laughs) It's a critter. (laughs) It's a very tiny critter, but it's still a critter. Right. They have value. Those little itty bitty yeah. tiny critters that have ended up in the bottle um yes yeah so i'm just saying i feel for pet parents because they're driving themselves mad because i know they're driving me mad sometimes <laughs> i'm just like what okay i got nothing here um so i think that what we need to do Niels, is we gotta we got we've gotta move keep moving forward with these webinars and get Let's drill down, right? Let's drill down. Like one thing that people want to know is where do I start? Where do I start? And when one thing that you've never really enjoyed is like, okay, putting putting um, recipes together, but you're not putting recipes together. You're basically saying, look, let me help you make sense of this. Let me help you not be so afraid. Let me help you, you know, understand what an evolutionary diet looks like and how you can have fun with it. I think people almost get paralyzed, not their dog getting paralyzed. They're like standing in the kitchen. It makes me wonder how, how people are able to feed themselves if they're that freaked out about feeding their dog. It's like dogs eat poop and roadkill and horse hooves and, you know, weird stuff why why are you so worried about feeding your dog i mean no. you're not gonna you're you can't possibly do any anything any worse than the gibble you're already feeding them i mean <laughs> you know no and and so, people want to know why their dogs you know well they had this incident and i'm like because they're eating kibble yeah well, they had this incident and that they're eating kibble. It's chemicals. Yeah. I just, it's chemicals, chemicals, chemicals. I'm going to just say it forever. And, and shame on the vets, shame on the vets that are selling chemicals. Right. As of both kinds. <laughs> right, right, right. But selling chemicals as a nutritional base <laughs> like, yeah 
what, what, why are we living in this crazy ass world? What is happening? Everything is backwards. Everything is a, it's just and backwards then, and upside down. And then people get really, 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 really mad. Niels, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I'm talking angry when you say, no, I'm sorry. There is no bad batch. I understand that you have a dog. This one dog that you have doesn't like this. Let's call it beef blend. And it made your dog or not even, I don't even have the evidence to say it made the dog. But when the dog ate it, they vomited. One dog out of thousands and thousands and thousands. That does not make a bad batch. That makes something well, going on with the dog. You cannot tell people that. They will They they will come at you with a pitchfork. I'm not kidding well, you. And the ridiculousness of that is there is no bad batch. Bacteria don't make dogs sick. Bacteria doesn't have anything to do with any of that. Like I said, dogs eat dead, rotting, nasty roadkill. Evidently and not they, these dogs. They don't uh, even well, lick I their butt. I bet you they'd, oh yeah, I, the, lick the butt, I forgot that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did say eat poop though, that counts. Um, So, I, I mean, this whole thing about, so what if the food has bacteria in it? You want it, you want that. You don't want sterile food. Sterile food has no nutrition in it. What? What's the point? That's part of the beauty of feeding real food is it's still alive. Still has real live nutrients in it. Available stuff. Things that the dog's body can actually use. Why why do you want to why do you want to ruin that? That's just nonsense. That's Tom's word. That's that's my favorite word that Tom uses. What nonsense? nonsense. It's just nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the more and the more that you really study about stuff, you're just like, that's nonsense. Right? it's all nonsense nonsense and stupid you know it's just like i say this again i've said it you know my mom and and i get it they come from that era that you got to go to your doctor i'm like mom you 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 saw what i saw the last three years where these doctors were just taking marching orders they, they didn't even crack a crack an investigation right and you you want me to go there because I've got the symptoms of what they would have called COVID last year. Are you crazy? Do you want them to kill me? <laughs> I mean, that's really the way I feel about it. Right. What? Oh, what's you just had the stock show cred. Well, yeah, whatever I had. I mean, there are a lot of people out there that got the crud that didn't go to the stock show. But as I was saying the other day on the podcast, you know, why Why do we think that poisons and pesticides and herbicides and things that are killing your cells and, and you know, mucking up your, your lungs and your blood, why do we think that feels good coming out? You know, you know, it's sort of like if it was a detox, it's supposed to be gentle to you and nice and hell no, it's holding on for dear life. You're like, get out of my body, <laughs> you demon. <laughs> you demon get out of me and um and you know the way that that i try to do it and you try to do it is we try to let it come out without taking anything to suppress it right and that hurts (laughs) (laughs) so you know when a dog is coughing 
diarrhea, throwing up, sneezing. And listen, there's something in there trying to get out. Let it get it out. Let it get it out. You got to have this visual. You got to have this visual. It says, no, 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 demon, you get back in there. You get in there and you stay in there. What's it going to do? And it's going to wreak havoc on the body if you don't let it out. That's right. Going to go deeper. It causes even more problems. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let me ask you this question. In your professional opinion, your professional experience, what is causing these dogs to itch? Vaccines. (laughs) People are going to say, my dog didn't have a vaccine. Mm, I bet he did. (laughs) You may not have given it to him, but I bet he did. (laughs) So there's, um, every dog's going to be a little bit different, right? But, Mm -hmm. um, the, the issue starts there and then that may not be enough for every dog to itch but you add that on top of um any of the other um quote-unquote preventatives that we talk about you know flantic and heartworm and antibiotics and steroids and all that stuff and then toxic food i mean you're not going to get food is the basis for everything if the food's not right you're not going to get anything else. You're, you're not going to get anything completely fixed. Right? My dogs are like being crazy. So you have to fix the food. You have to stop the, the biggest, most um, frequent toxic input that they get, which is kibble, which is t- nasty food. So you have to start there. Sometimes that's enough. Some, a lot of dogs, that's all they, that's all they need. That that's, stopping it there and they're good other dogs are too compromised or too deep into or have been too injured by these other things to for that to fix it so you have to go a little bit further you have to find what the other toxic inputs are you have to support the body to um repair itself without causing any more damage so the last thing you want to do is give any kind of suppressive therapies, um, Apoquil, Cytopoint, steroids, those kinds of things. And actually, there's been an uptick in people that I've talked to that um, people are catching on to that. They're refusing the Cytopoint at this point. But I've talked to quite a few people that out of desperation agreed to one side of point shot just just to get past the next little hump to figure out what to do and it didn't work oh didn't, i thought you were gonna say it totally worked no didn't touch it didn't touch it and and then um i've talked to more people you know because it's like you give it i don't even know how often i think it just depends but uh, I've talked to yeah, other but, people to where it worked once and then it didn't again. And it's always, always with any of those suppressive therapies like that, when it comes back after the initial, you know, like say it worked the first time or whatever, when it comes back, it's two or three times as bad as it was before you gave it. Yikes. So um, you think it's bad now, just wait. 
Do you think that um, making sure and doubling up on omega-3s is helpful? Sure. I think people forget about omega-3s. I really do. Yeah, I think so, too. And you got to... You so here's where the um knowing what you're doing with what proteins makes a difference. So you have to if you know what proteins are um higher in omega threes or have a more imbalanced ratio of sixes because a lot of times people think sixes are bad. They're not. They're not bad. It's just that the way that animals, most animals are raised, there's more sixes in the food supply now than, than there used to be. And so it's the ratio that's important, right? So the ratio is way off. So if you control that ratio with the proteins that you're using, and then if you, if you're using a protein that is more askew, then Add fish to that meal or phytoplankton or something like that. Something that is really high in threes that sort of evens it out a little bit. You don't, you know, so you still have your variety and your rotations and all that. But just kind of help balance that out. I'm sure you already know this because you've read Dr. Billinghurst's books. He was talking about itchy dogs and he said, you know, pull the red meat out. For a while, go all white meat um, in regards to an itchy dog. Now, pretty much everything that he says is you need to have variety, 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 right? You've got to have all, you know, play with all these different things that they would eat as an evolutionary diet, right? So that doesn't yeah. mean that you get to feed turkey, turkey, turkey uh, for six years. And yeah, trust- you can't. You'll you'll create problems if you if you feed the same thing over and over and over again, and there'll come a day where they're not doing good, and then then you'll get one of those. Oh, it's a bad batch. My dog's been eating this for the last five years, and now he, now all of a sudden he's got this. Well, yeah, that's but that's why because he's been eating that for the last five years, right? Because I have any, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should have this challenge. I'm thinking on the human side, and we get to pick like you just get to eat cauliflower for the next five years. And that's it. Yeah. See how or, that goes. Or Doritos. I, I'm I'm hung up on these Doritos and I don't I know. I know. I was gonna say, what is with the Doritos? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat Doritos. But you know, it was just like that visual came to me when people say my you know, my dog does better on cooked or they do better on um, you know, they didn't have these problems on kibble. Well uh, so hang on a second. So you're telling me that you're your animal does better on on chemicals, correct? Is that right? Well, what they're not realizing is what's happening is all that's usually when they say that, they mean their dog has diarrhea. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that, isn't that usually what or, they mean? Yeah, I mean, they'll either say, you know, diarrhea or my dog walks away from it. You know, I people will tell me that their dog walk walks away from stinky food, and I'm like, wow, uh, maybe little poodles do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. So, um, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. They, 
when they eat real food, they actually get full. When they eat kibble, they could. It's it's like eating a, a like Doritos. <laughs> you know, you can eat a whole bag before you even realize that that you have eaten a whole bag because yeah. it's garbage, right? Yeah. When you eat real food, you get full. Right. And you're full for a while, not for the next half hour, but for the next, you know, six, seven, eight hours. Right. Neely, so what you you got to tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. What's in real food that's causing these dogs to get sick? Come on. What is it? It's something. It's their body going, oh, thank God. Now I can let go of all this toxic crap that's built up. Get out the way. Here it comes. <laughs> get out the way. Incoming. <laughs> well, and there's, you know, there's a transitional period. There, the the body has to um, readjust its what enzymes and the and all that that's making and digestion and that. So there is a little bit of a transition, um, transitional period there to uptick one thing and and downregulate something else to take care of that the differences in the in the digestion but you know i'm sorry but diarrhea is not like oh my god my dog is sick i mean how often do you have diarrhea i mean everybody when they travel they have their bathroom habits are different right i mean anytime there's anything different going on anytime you eat something you know eat something different or go to an Indian restaurant or have chili or something like, I mean, it changes. Why, why would your dog be any different? That's just silly. I don't know. What? I don't know, but, but I, I just, th- this, this, um, this, and back- if, it, if it goes on for days and days, don't, don't feed them. Stop. I mean, nothing's going to come out if nothing goes in, right? So stop. Give the system a rest. Let it catch up. Let it, let it recalibrate itself and and kind of heal what's heal what's happening and and calm down a little bit and then resume. Don't keep shoveling coal onto the fire. Well, here's another one, and this is one that you know. I wish I had a Dr. Tom Cowan just to answer some of these questions because it would be hilarious, but. The other ones that I hear are, well, my dog won't eat said blend. And I know he's starving because I offered him turkey or a piece of my steak and he gobbled it down. So it must be something wrong with that blend. Well, cooked food smells different than raw food. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, well, okay. Can't they have a preference? Can't yeah. they can't they yeah, decide do you know it's too lean? You know, some somebody was talking about the the venison that we have. I said, you do know that's wild venison. Right? That's wild venison. It's very lean. And um and I said, so you know, I think when people compare sometimes they don't really know. They're like, all right, well, this is totally, you know, super lean. <laughs> cut of of beef or super lean venison or whatever the other thing is different seasons the animals eat differently different parts of the country they eat differently therefore they smell differently to your dog so just because he doesn't like it today 
doesn't mean he won't like it, you know, in a month, but it also does not mean that because your dog doesn't like something that it's a bad batch. That's true. That's very true. They 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 have preferences too. Trust me, bad batches are known immediately. You think about what happened yeah. with Perina. All these dogs dying, all these dogs bloody diarrhea. Bing, 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 bing. What do we got for him, Johnny? Well, we're going to do nothing because we're Perina. But still, my point is people... Not doing anything about it. Perina's denying it. And the people that are reporting about it are getting hate mail and death threats. What's that about? Corporate I mean, that's greed? Just... Yeah, I noticed that uh, Dr. Morgan is sort of... She's sort of become very quiet. And then Viva Raw got hit, uh, you know, with, oh, you've got salmonella in this blend. Yeah? And? Yeah, and it, they voluntarily recalled, and there was not any, I mean, there was one person that said, my dog has got this, and they're eating this food. One. Right. And who Watched knows? Thousands and thousands and hundreds dead with the other, and and you know even customer even people that are just people that are feeding it are like where's the proof where's the proof where's the proof i'm like dude what what is wrong with you dr morgan has on her own dime sending stuff out for testing um so you know there's not anything to report but they got too much money man you know, and they can they can hide it. And, you know, it's just it just it blows my mind. It's not that difficult. It's as Tom would say, it's not that difficult. Is it chemicals or is it real food? Which one? Which one? Which one is going to be causing the problem? Right. Right. And. um. So I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it's like I've said. I can't tell somebody. Everything that's going on in their home. I haven't a clue. All I can tell you is what we have seen on a consistent basis for years and years and years with dogs. And if if a dog is all of a sudden ill, okay, then there's a lot of factors that are going on. Right? Maybe, maybe they've been eating the same damn gum thing forever. And that doesn't have some vitamins or minerals that the dog needs. And now it's teetering. It's having a problem. Well, and how many, how many quote unquote bad batches have you taken back? And we've all just taken that food and fed it and had not a problem. I've never. How, ne how much recalled food have we taken and fed and never had a problem? I mean, man, I remember. Right? I remember back in the day, I don't even remember what year it was, the Texas Tripata, you know, had to do a recall because the FDA marched in there. And what they do is a pass-fail. Hey, we're going to swab this. If it comes out with any good bacteria uh, that's on our list, it doesn't have to be pathogenic. Yeah, we're going to cause a problem for you, which they did. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. know, it was really funny. You know what happened? The reverse happened. You had all of these veteran feeders that were like, before it hits, right, before 
the actual notice hits that there's a there's a recall because you can't sell it afterwards. They were like piling. They were like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Because they understand it. Yeah. They understand it. And you might have one or two of the newbies that don't really get it. And they're like, have you ever had a recall? Of course. Of course. Who hasn't? Question is, were dogs sick or dying? And that'd be a no. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a no. <laughs> All of that's on on the prescription side, on the kibble side, on the commercial side. Well, and the other thing people don't understand too is that the the criteria for dog food is um, zero tolerance, whereas for people food, it's not. So they require that dog food be have have um, less bacteria than than people food. Again, we need to have we need to have a webinar on bacteria. We really do to help people well, understand that bacteria is not a bad thing. Other than without bacteria, you'd be dead. I mean, they don't cause disease. They clean up messes. They they you know. I don't know they what else to like, say than that. Well, there's pus. There's goopy stuff. Yeah. They're cleaning it's it up. Because there's injured tissue and the bacteria are cleaning up the mess. That's all it is. Yeah. We've watched too many movies. Watch too many movies where it's like, you know, this thing is, you know, coming out of people and bacteria and it's coming after us. That's why it's called programming. Programming. I know. That was watching. Uh, I was listening to Dr. Sam Bailey talk about the rabies. You know the whole farce, the whole farce, yeah. and the whole lackadaisical bit of information and the far-reaching. And she was showing, and I don't know if this was old Yeller or which movie it was, but it was showing this guy with his shotgun shooting a beagle, right? Because supposedly it had rabies, and. This is back, you know, in the 50s. And I was just like, how horrible, you know, how horrible. They were like, oh, I got to kill that dog. He's got, you know, he's foaming at the mouth and blah, blah, blah. They're like, do you know how many dogs or bats have really had rabies? They've even had, you know, they were talking about the Transylvania bat, right? So this bat, this night bat that fueled the whole you know, werewolves and bat, you know, series that Vampire we have out there. Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about these bats that they just let bite dogs constantly in this test and no dog ever got rabies. They were like, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And yet, and yet, we know, we've seen, you've seen pet parents, you went in, your dog was perfectly fine. Got to get that protection. That rabies protection, because God knows that, you know, the saliva of of a squirrel might get on your dog and cause it's rabies. two streets over and just happen to look at you. <laughs> right? We're, just, we're lining up. We're lining up to poison ourselves and to poison our dogs. Give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, it's it, it reminds me of the whole, you know, COVID thing. Look at me. I got my vaccine. 
And now they're doing the whole, if it's COVID, it's Paxlovid or whatever the stupid stuff they've just come out with. Oh my gosh. That just makes me want to throw up mm-hmm. seeing that stuff. Yeah. And a- as Tom says, it is a matrix that they're not about to let I us let out go. of. They're not yeah. going to, and, and, and those that are trying to scream. Or getting are getting off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or, or something's happening, you know, and like he said, they just, they'll, anything that's outside of the matrix, they'll just dispose of that person. Yep. And so those are the, those days, how do you feel about that, Niels? I mean, like what we do, like, do you, do you, do you feel positive? Do you feel happy that, that we're, you know, banging our heads against the, the wall? I mean, what do you, what do you think? How do you keep your mindset in the, in the, in the right frame? Because we know just like this whole debacle with whatever's happening with Purina Pro Plan right now, whatever's happening with all these other commercial foods that are literally causing these dogs to die. And, and the people that are screaming can do nothing about it. I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I'm not going to go. You, you can't, you can't convince somebody that's not ready to hear. You can't in the, you know, the whole uh, human, human nature is, you know, if if you if you pull, they pull back the other way. You know the right. opposite opposite thing. So you start yelling at people and and jumping up and down, yelling and screaming. It convinces them the other way. So you know, you, you say your piece, you say the truth, walk away, plant the seed, like Dr. Timpenny says. You got to plant the seed. And at some point, some people will pick it up. Some people won't. But you can really only help people that are ready to hear or willing to willing to listen. And it, unfortunately, it takes dramatic events to put people in that frame of mind. I, I think- mean... I think where it really depresses me is this. It almost seems like they're letting us do what we do because they could destroy us very quickly. All the raw feeders, right? They could, I mean, look what they do. And I think from where I sit today, I can never unknow what I know, right? And today I have hope because we have the ability to sell raw dog food. We have the ability to have great supplementation. We have the ability to educate. But if it ever comes to that time when they take it all down, I mean, I think I would lose my mind. I think I would lose my mind because you couldn't, you, you know, you know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know. Some days, some days I just, I, I look at stuff like that and I'm like, what do we do? I guess we just do what we do. I just have to keep going. I mean, there's more raw feeding companies now than there's ever been, right? There's more. Mm-hmm. 
there's more. And that must mean that people are understanding that there is something wrong with that bag at Costco. Yeah, but like <laughs> we've said in the past, um, that's kind of the downfall too because um, now people are, well, like we were talking about a while back about wanting a full printout of every single thing and every single vitamin and every single mineral and all that stuff, which is meaningless. It doesn't, it's pointless. Yeah. So the other day somebody, somebody said, does this have all the vitamins and minerals my dog needs? I said, well, why don't you make a list of the vitamins that your dog needs and uh, how much of those? And then we can probably take a look. And they were like, I have no idea. I'm like, exactly. You don't. <laughs> so what is the point? What is the point? Well, it, nobody knows. I mean, this whole, I like I, anybody that's listened to me once is, has heard me say it. Complete balance is a total myth. Nobody knows what that is. I, yeah, there's guidelines and there are things you do and things you don't do. But for the most part, this whole meeting these standards, which are minimum standards, by the way, they're based on kibble. They're based on synthetic individual nutrients, which mean absolutely nothing in the body. It has nothing to do with anything. So complete and balanced is a farce. AFCO is a farce. AFCO is a joke. You know, it, it, things have gone so far. This is, um, this is something that Dr. Brady has been saying multiple times. This is like his his favorite story. And I've kind of, I've watched this happen as things go along too. So um bone meal. They use bone meal from the um rendering vats, right? And it used to be labeled bone meal. Then it got then AFCO said, okay, you can call it meat and bone meal. And then a little bit later, Afco said, okay, you can call it meat meal. And then a little bit later, Afco said, you can call it meat or dehydrated meat. So now if something is listed as dehydrated meat or dried meat, it's bone meal. Ain't no meat on it. <laughs> I never was. And, and so, you know, you, you look at these, these ingredient lists in kibble. And you think it's one thing, but it has absolutely nothing to do with what you think it is. I mean, how is how is dehydrated meat? I mean, how is how is actual melted slurry bone bone meal that you use in your garden, literally stuff you use in your garden? How is that dehydrated meat? And how is that the protein source for? I mean, that's the protein source that you're using and that they're that in cardboard. So, because we, because, 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 you know that they change definitions on everything. They change the vaccine definition. They change the, you know, if we don't like it and it doesn't fit the narrative, and, just and, change the damn definition. That's right. And and that's how vaccines cured uh eradicated polio. They changed the definition <laughs> of polio. They changed the definition of polio. I love Sam that's Bailey. It. She was like, Dr. Bailey, she's you gotta watch you guys, you gotta search for this one. Dr. Sam Bailey, K rabies. 
You can find it. And she's on Odyssey. Yeah, she's on Odyssey, but she's also on uh, a Is couple she on of Rumble too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is so funny, you know, to, to why it's not funny. It's sad that we have this incredibly huge industry based on bull crap. Yeah, it's all none of it's true. None of it's true. And I don't know what the number is um, on on vaccines, right? On on what that number? It's billions, right? It's billions. Not what number? How much revenue is generated oh, well, from the new well, yeah, so, the- so there's the revenue on vaccines themselves, and then there's the revenue on all the drugs to treat the the conditions and diseases that the vaccines cause. Mm-hmm. It's the gateway. It's your, it's your, what does Dr. Tim Penny call it? The, um, the lost leader or something like that. Oh yeah. Cause they give them away free. It, yeah. But then you, then you make a killing literally on everything else that people have to buy after they get them because they're so sick for that on mm-hmm. chronic. My neighbor, this was funny. My neighbor who. Is of a totally different political bent than I am, but she uh, she was telling me yesterday though. This was funny. This is how far she's come, and the reason that she has come this far is because she trusts me in regards to how I've helped her dogs. Okay, because. Her vet for so long was telling her, if you go raw, your dog is never going to get over this diarrhea. This dog literally had diarrhea for six years. I said, give me, just give me a couple of weeks. Anyway, that's been, you know, five years ago and five or six years ago now. And, um, and the dog is great. Through that, through challenging the things that she was hearing and trust me i mean she did it all i mean she was like i'm gonna do the you know this for my dog and that for my dog everything that the vet said nothing helped right and finally she trusted me and the dog healed okay now then you go into the whole covid thing and she and all of her buddies went out there and and got the vax and and i said please understand that the same people that were telling you the things about your dogs that weren't true, that weren't helpful are the same. You know, I kind of was mm-hmm. able to continue today. She says to me yesterday, she goes, Oh my gosh. She was talking about our neighbors. She goes, they went in, they got their flu shot. They got this shot. They got that shot. They got this shot. And now they're all terribly ill. And I can't, I can't make them listen. And I thought, wow, she's, <laughs> she's, she's come so far. feel. Now she knows how you feel. Yeah. And she was just like, what are they thinking? And I'm like, they're not. But um, yeah, it's just so funny that if you can, if you can help people to trust you, right? To to step back and say, hang on a second. Don't keep doing that thing that is not working. Because if, right. it was, if it was working, it would be working, right? And it's clearly not working. So why are we continuing to do the thing that's not working? Hopefully, hoping, 
ho- hoping that it will work. What? Why? Yep. Why? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Right, but what is it as at its core, Niels? What is it? It's like this doesn't work, but I, I need it to work. I need it to work, so I'm going to keep doing it, and and things keep getting worse for me and my dog. But I'm I'm going to keep doing. What is that? What is that? Why is it so hard to say? This shyster styster doesn't work. Stop it. What is it? Is it that you would have to take responsibility and say, I did it one too many times. It's social engineering and programming and all that predict all all that stuff that people don't that people think is conspiracy theories. It's worth billions and gazillions. More more than that. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If I knew, if I knew, Niels, the buzzwords, if I knew the way to position information to wake people up about um, kibble and prescription dog foods, I would be. It's not that we're not doing that. It's that people aren't listening. And they're saying we're crazy. So, I mean, it's really not on us. It's on them. You know, it, how many of us, um, this is from, again, Dr. Tim Penny and Bard and all those people that were like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is what can happen. This is what blah, 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 you know, don't do it. People wouldn't listen. You know, we shouted from the rooftops as loud as we could and people wouldn't listen. So at this point, it's on them. When did a pause? I mean, most of the time, pausing, pause does not cause you problems. Pause. Hang on. You want me to give my dog a rabies? Hang on. Let me, I'll get back to you. I'm going to, I'm going to hit pause right here in this moment, in this situation. Oh, you want my dog to do cytopoint? Oh, you want my dog to do antibiotics? I'm going to hit the pause button. Mm-hmm. Is it life or death right then? Is it? Is it life or death? And, and, and that is the question. Is it life or death? Can you pause? Can you take a moment? Can you reach out to people who have healthy dogs, who have experience in not doing the thing that everybody keeps doing? Do you have that much time? Probably. Probably. Even if you have a cancer diagnosis, it's not as if they die the next day. Sometimes that goes on for two years, three years. You have a moment. You have well, the, if they're going to die the next day, they're going to die the next day regardless of what anybody does. Right. Right. And again, I go back to what are you going to do different? Even if you find out. I think that we, we really got to do a good job on a webinar about helping people because they're like, well, I my dog eats raw and I took him in and their liver enzymes were high. So my vet said that my, my dog's on the verge of kidney failure. Yeah, the liver, the, think about it. Well, why are you going to the vet? Why are you getting blood work done? 
Blood work does blood work is one second in time. It's not indicative of anything. Raw dogs, blood work, they're comparing it to kibble fed dogs. It has nothing to do with your dog. And it, it's like a it's like a normal or a normal, a range, an average range of numbers from random dogs that have nothing to do with your dog that are eating crab kibble. How is that applicable to you? There's one second in time. And nobody, you don't know that they're actually measuring what they say they're measuring. They don't know that they're measuring what they say they're measuring. They don't know what they're doing. They put blood on a little thing, stick it in the machine, and it spits something back out at, at them. Yeah, I mean, it's all nonsense. Well, Niels, I so appreciate you. I appreciate you being in the in the chat last night. You guys, the wealth of knowledge that Neely has is amazing. I was watching you last night just fire off. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I think that um, the one thing that you do impart in people is confidence. You help them be confident in themselves. You help them be confident in their ability to take care of their dogs and you help them when they are at their wits end. And that's something that is needed. And so I, I highly recommend you guys sign up with Neil's. You can either sign up on my site in the experts section, her little thing that she, you fill out is right there or go over to her site. Perfectly fine. It's whole W-H-O-L-E, wholeanimalwellness.com, wholeanimalwellness.com. Homeopathy, very different than pharmaceuticals. Homeopathy, okay? It actually works. <laughs> yes. And the thing about it is, is that Neely can work on the human side or the pet side. And sometimes one leads to another. And sometimes you need to both get on a better program. That's right. Okay. So if you would like a, 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 a little sunshine in your life, a little hope, a little ray of hope, that's Miss Neely Piazza at wholeanimalwellness.com, wholeanimalwellness.com. And you want to get your dog off kibble, off prescription, off um, that raw wrapped, whatever that stuff is, it's not really raw. Um, then I would invite you to get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. But we can help you get started on a species-appropriate diet. So get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. We're your pet's health is our business. And what, Miss Neils? Friends, don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. I love you, Neils. Love you, too. Okay, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, snap, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.